Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and today is our first episode back after a long break. On this episode, what you're going to be listening to and learning about is why we think that people don't take action on their goals and why people often fail to achieve their goals and how you can use accountability to change that and the types of accountability you can use to change that too so if you do want to start taking action on your goals if you want to stop failing then this is an episode you definitely don't want to skip have a listen let us know what you think and i hope you find it useful so last week everyone's gonna think that we just came back to the podcast this week but last week was (laughs) We sat down, um, recorded a, uh, a, an episode. It got cut off short a little bit, but um, I think we needed to settle into it a little bit more. We had to blow the dust off the mics a bit. Um, we were a bit rusty <laughs> on the podcast. So we decided that this week's topic is basically what we did last week. So um, we may reference things that you guys have not, you may not have heard from us before, but we're re-recording last week's episode that we recorded last week this week <laughs> hopefully it, hopefully it comes out better this week yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we were a bit rusty basically last week so we're going to be discussing the same thing again this week and um for those of you who obviously don't know where we've been or what we've been up to we have been away from the podcast simply because of i guess me time isn't it um i've been a very busy man We've had um, a new arrival to the family, so I've got another daughter and um, just haven't really had time to sit down and record a podcast with the gang. But now we are back and hopefully we are more consistent and yeah, bringing you weekly episodes, no matter how long or how short they are. And, and this time, it won't just be me, Coach Sadie will be with us. Hello guys. So she is head coach at Body and Beyond and we've got Nikhil as well, who's in charge of like nutrition and coaching at Body and Beyond too. Hey, hey. All right, so we'll get into the nitty gritty of this episode rather than talking and um, going on and on. So today's episode is all about why people don't take action. So, you know, you know what I'm on about, guys. Um, when it comes to, it, regardless of whether your goals are fitness-based, health-based, nutrition-based, or just generally things that you need to get done in life that are important to you, why people don't necessarily do the things that they know they need to. Yeah. They put it off, they procrastinate, they do whatever, but they don't take action. Um, yeah, and what, why do you think that, that, that is, guys? Like, what, in your opinions, what do you think stops people? Go on, Nikhil, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just waiting for you to speak. Um, it's... I feel like things that have put me personally off from starting and things that have, I've spoke to about people why they haven't started stuff is a little bit of like the fear of starting or fear of not knowing what's going to happen when, you're, when you start or even potentially having the fear of failure because you've done something before and it might be the second time around that you go for it and the first time you did it, you failed. So you don't want to go through that sort of mm. um, rejection or that feeling where you failed again. Yeah. So a mixture of those. Yeah. yeah. 
I definitely agree. And I also think it's always that first step and that first like taking action is always the hardest bit. And me as well, personally, I think as well, the fear of it, of taking that first step is always the hardest. And once, like, like you guys know, once you've taken that first step, obviously it feels so much easier, but it's just that initial starting, isn't it? And that first initial step. The thing is though, sometimes it's not even starting. It's like um, failing to finish even. Yeah, so, that's true. So sometimes people get started on a goal and, and they fail to kind of succeed. And follow um, through. Yeah, and to get to the end of like where they're trying to get to. So mm. nutrition is the biggest, probably easiest one to kind of go with. Is like you start on a Monday, you do well, halfway through the week you fail and you stop. Like, so not necessarily just focusing on um, actually taking that first step and that first action step. But why do you think people like kind of, don't continue really on their goals or just fail on their goals? I think it's having that accountability to keep going. Um, if people don't have that or have support or whatever, um, staying on track and continuing working towards something, especially if it's quite challenging, can be really hard. So I think accountability is a big one there. Yeah, I agree with you there. Like accountability is, is a huge, huge factor in terms of people's success. Yeah. Like when, when you have it, it definitely like can um, really impact you to be just take your results to another level. Actually, mm. forget taking your results to another level, actually doing something. Do you go, I yeah. mean, actually getting to the next stage um, of where you are now. Like when you hit a barrier or you're just stuck in the same spot, like let's say, for example, you're trying to... Um, get to the next level of fitness for yourself or you're trying to take it to another kind of um, point of, you know, in your life or your, where it's your business or your career or whatever, like having some sort of push or accountability can really um, motivate you and drive you forward. Mm, yeah. And, um, accountability can come in multiple forms. Like a lot of people like hear the word accountability and they, they automatically think like a person or like something. It doesn't have to be something like what, like I look at when I think of um, accountability is like the ultimate one for me is probably like having like a strong motivator or a strong reason for why you're doing something rather than like the accountability of like um, a person making you yeah. do something. Um, external accountability is great. I'm not saying it's not important. It's definitely important. It, but internal accountability is just as equally important, maybe even more so important because when your external accountability is gone, like, let's say like a personal trainer who's with you at training sessions, who forces you to work out is gone and you're training on your own one day, your internal accountability, your internal motivation can keep you going. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah exactly. Otherwise, otherwise it's like someone coming for us, members coming to sessions. If they don't have that motivation outside of that with their nutrition and activity and whatever, they'll just end up falling off. Mm. So you kind of need, like you say, that's a really good point there. You definitely need that. You've got to have that like kind of fire as well with your, with your internal accountability. So pe people will be like, oh, like, um, how do you create internal accountability then? Well, to be fair, we can't teach you that. Like, mm. yeah. Nikhil, what's your, your motivation for why you go to the gym? <sighs> I put you on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's my motivation? Because I just want to be like, the best version of myself um, later in life. I don't want to have sort of 
you know, I want to be healthy later in life, basically. It's the longevity. That's, that's sort of my motivation. Mm. Um, it's coming from a family that have like, you know, not the best health and ill health and things like that. I don't want to sort of fall down the, the same sort of route and things like that. So it's just basically, yeah, being the best me later in life. Mm. Yeah. That's my yeah, motivation. And you, you can't give that sort of accountability to someone. You can't. Like, you can't want it for them. So anyone listening to us talking about like, oh, you know, like I want to create some sort of accountability. We can teach you. We'll come to it. We could teach you like ways of creating external accountability. But self-accountability, like internal in you, you, you have to ask yourself, like, why do I actually want this? Mm. What, what is it that I want? What is yeah. it that um, is going to push me to do it? And that's more important than the external kind of systems and tools and people and whatever you're going to use to push you. It can be quite yeah. uncomfortable to, to, to search for that inner reason within you, though, as well. Just as, yeah. So what tips be- would you give to someone who's like... Um, trying to look for an internal reason um you have to you have to dig deep and it has to go past the superficial um i just want to look good sort of thing like that's sort of the most like like if i was to ask you for example or well not you but someone what's your reason behind training i want to look good i want to feel better those are like sort of the superficial reasons they have to get a little bit deeper than those reasons there um so it's about digging deep um maybe write it down or journal it or something like that or the, on the notes a uh, bit mm. of your phone just like literally write a paragraph to yourself why you want to change that's sort of a a good starter and a good yeah. little tip i think i think and the I, way we do it go on sadie i was just gonna say and i think the more meaningful those reasons are and the more important they are to you the better because you're more likely to get it done and stick to it as well yeah i, th- I think the way we do it in our um, you know, like when people join us and we get them to really search, like if they don't have a strong reason why they can't join basically. Um, and when we do like consultations with people, this is one of the things that we literally drive home with people is mm. we, we first ask them what the goals are and they'll tell us that, you know, most people can easily come up with the goals, what they're trying to achieve. Then I always say, I say it literally in this way as well. So if someone's trained with us in the past and they've joined us they'll they'll know this line (laughs) so now the most important bit (laughs) (laughs) why do you want to achieve these goals so you've got all these goals are really good but why are they important to you that's what we want to know Mm. and then um then we go down the rabbit hole of trying to find their why and most people come up with like so say for example um my why is to lose weight and they're like, oh, because I want to feel confident. I then ask, why do you want to feel confident? And then they're like, well, just so I can feel good about myself. And then I'm like, so why do you want to feel good about yourself? And then I have to like kind of intervene and go, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to annoy you. <laughs> I know I'm asking why. I, it's probably self-explanatory, but I want to know in your, your words. So yeah. when they say stuff like, um, because I want to feel happy, like, or I, I, you know, I want to feel good about myself. And I'm like, why do you want to feel good? Obviously the answers are kind of pretty obvious, but mm. everyone's got a different one. So when someone says, I want to feel good about myself, they, they could come with, um, because I want to feel like kind of confident and feel like happy about my body and be able to do the things I want to like go out with my children or go swimming with my children or, mm. um, you know, be closer with my husband or all the, all these things that they may not be saying when they're saying I want to lose weight 
or they may not even be thinking about. Mm. And then that drives them to a more of a real why. And then reminding yourself of that creates internal accountability. So for example, one for me, not to do with like kind of this in terms of like health and fitness, but in terms of like life goals, one for me with work and what motivates me to keep going and stay up late and do the things I have to is you guys and family. So I think of, I have to like kind of be able to show up for Sadie so that, you know, she can do and achieve the goals she has for herself. Show up for Nichols because he's got goals. And if I don't execute on what I have to do in my part, in terms of leading the team and doing the little bits that are behind the scenes, they can't do their bit. And, if, you know, as a business, we fail. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like, you know, providing freedom for my family or freedom for like, you know, I have a goal of like not retiring my parents because that's not my responsibility. And as in, it is something I would love to do, but they wouldn't do it. Like in terms of they want to be own, have ownership of that. Like in terms of they will stop working when they want to stop working. Yeah. But what I mean is being able to be a part of that freedom for them to be able to say, you know, like if you hate your job or you don't want to keep working until you're like 64 or whatever it is, you, you, you can, stop because I can help out you know you've looked after me that's something that I want to be able to do and having that like at night you know when you're tired and you're I'm gonna go to bed instead of like do this little thing that I need to do for yeah that's an internal motivation I can turn to that every time I need that fire in my belly again so keep asking yourself why we've got to long-winded way of getting here but keep asking (laughs) yourself why until you reach a meaningful reasons that gives you a a fire in your belly and makes you want to go and that's how you create like kind of self accountability yeah. yeah and that's how you stay motivated isn't it as well yeah people always always asking isn't it? like how do you stay motivated and um mm. i think going back to something nikhil did i actually thought of it straight away you know you hesitated when i asked you uh why do you go you, yeah, yeah. You, you don't think about why anymore, do you? No. You've been going for so long. You've been going to the gym so regularly for so long that you don't need to remind yourself of why you're doing it. Mm. Your why is what got you started. The routine that you created and the habits you've built is what yeah. keeps you going. It's yeah. not even like why. Why is like for your days that you're just super low and you really can't be asked. But most days you don't even think about your why. You just do it because it's out of mm. routine. Yeah. But that first initial bit of creating an accountability like self-accountability is what will get the ball rolling for you yeah yeah so moving on to external accountability what what would you guys consider as external accountability things that are practical tips that we can actually give people to take away now um i guess the most obvious one is a person right or a buddy or a friend or a a coach or, or yeah in the form of a person so Mm. That would be a really practical tip. And it doesn't always have to be like sort of hiring a coach or something like that. It could be literally doing something with your partner or a friend, for example, and you hold each other accountable. Like you formed a gym buddy, for example. Or um, if you know a friend that's also sort of starting up a business and you're starting up a business, you can hold each other accountable and just, you know, make sure that you've ticked off certain boxes and things that you said that you were going to do. Yeah, just a a partner or a buddy. um, someone that you live with, mm. wife, husband. 
I definitely think that's 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 um, a good point to make. There are a few caveats to that in terms of like when you, you can't just have a, a random person that doesn't. Again, like you know, when you go to that self accountability, the why and the meaningfulness. Even with an external person, there needs to be some sort of meaningfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a lot of people will say to their partner, "I'm I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna diet and I'm gonna you know lose some weight this year," and then they don't do anything because there's no. Oh yeah, no. That yeah. person has to sort of be actively involved with you in some yeah. form or other. Mm. And also, yeah. you have to care about that other person caring about your goals. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like sometimes, like you can easily, um, for example, like let's say, like eating chocolate in front of your personal trainer. Maybe not that there's anything wrong with eating chocolate. Just clarifying, there's nothing wrong with eating chocolate in front of your personal trainer. But that that level of accountability. Let's say you didn't, you couldn't that day. You couldn't fit in the chocolate. But eating in front of your partner, they there's even if they said, "Oh, you shouldn't really eat that," that you're like, oh, I don't care." Like you know, yeah. <laughs> you don't care about yeah, yeah. them caring. Yeah, but you may care about your personal trainer caring. Yeah. So there needs to be that level of like care from that person. Um, if you're going to use another person for accountability. Mm. So for example, like I, I did this, I, I told this story in the, on the podcast last week, um, but I'll tell it again because obviously no one's heard it. <laughs> <laughs> One big impactful like person in my life is my partner. She always kind of holds me accountable. And I don't mean in a, in a negative way. I just mean she's someone who inspires me, supports me, and is always kind of there for me. And, um, in terms of things that I want to achieve. And she, I think she knows like how to kind of push me as well to, to be motivated. And I'm always grateful to her for that. Um, hopefully she's, she's in the other room. So hopefully she can hear all this. <laughs> hopefully she's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, generally, like what I mean is like one example I gave last week was about getting a house and moving out. And then, um, you know, I always gave it the big talk, like when we were younger, like, you know, we'll, we'll be able to move out together. And I used to, I'm very big about like, you know, saying like when it's going to happen or dates and, you know, giving like deadlines because it motivates me personally to do something because I've said it and I'm trying to do it, but it's very easy to say stuff and not follow through. Mm. Um, and she called me out on that. Like she said, like, you know, like what's going on? Like, are we going to, are we going to move out? Like, because you said that we were going to do it and you made me believe we are. And I feel like it's not happening. And that, like her saying, you know, like you said something and it's not happening now made me want to take action. It made me go, I'm going to pick up the phone and find out like whether we can like kind of afford a mortgage and that sort of thing. Cause at the time it was me who was kind of stopping us from taking the next step. She was in a stable job. She was earning money. She could like apply for a mortgage quite easily and get information back. Like whether we could afford a house is a different story, but she could do all the steps to get us in a position to be able to take the next step forward. I was the one with my head in the sand going, I don't know if like, you know, I could get a loan because like a mortgage because I'm self-employed. I don't know if this will happen. And I was scared of taking that next step scared of moving forward because I thought the answer would be you know you basically are in an unstable job unstable career very early on in personal training just me working by myself that you can't get a mortgage 
And that's what I thought. And that fear and that, you know, scariness and that, that un- the fear of unknown and uncertainty was all stopping me. But her accountability of saying, you know, you said this, you said we're going to do this. And there were other things that were held me even more accountable in terms of like, you know, moving forward. Like, do you want to have children? Like we, all these things that we wanted to do relied, depend on, depended on me literally making a phone call yeah. to a mortgage yeah. advisor so that I can find out whether like I can take the next, next step yeah. forward. And if she had just stayed quiet and someone who was like, you know, I don't want to push him. I don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. I don't want to, um, you know, address fears. If she had been like how I was basically being, we wouldn't be here with two children in a house right now. Mm. Like, and to be fair, like I wouldn't be very far in life without Sophie anyway. She's, <laughs> she's taken <laughs> No, but I mean it like you need people you do, who do you hold that. you accountable and who do push you in life. Like, um, yeah, to have those key, key people in your life that really drive you forward, mm. they can be your accountability people. And like, it could be just your partner. Now, yeah. you, like I said, going back to the point of what we were talking about, those people have to also push you in those ways. Yeah. Like um, when it comes to like body goals and fitness and stuff like that, my partner can do that for me if I told her about my goals. But at the same time, she doesn't really care about like that. Unless I was like severely obese and unhealthy, she probably wouldn't step in. Like yeah. she doesn't care whether I like have a six pack or have a bit of a dad board. Like it's not, maybe she does, but it's not, <laughs> it's not enough for her to go, you know, you need to sort out your body. You need to start going to the gym, like that yeah. kind of thing. So that level of accountability won't work for me and her. Whereas mm. maybe with me and Nikhil, it may. Like yeah. if we were going away together or that sort of thing that level of accountability would work and you need to search for those in those areas of your life where each accountability person can step in. How about you guys? Like, um, what have your experiences been like with accountability in terms of, it doesn't have to be people. It could literally be systems and tools because we want to give practical advice. We've given the people person one, but can you think of any other, um, experiences you've had with accountability? Um, that aren't maybe a person holding you accountable? Mine was going to be a person, so I'm not sure if you want me to give that as an example. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I, I see Nikhil thinking, so maybe give your person one and then um, Nikhil can jump in with his... Um, yeah. So my accountability is more with work and my career and moving forward. And I use you, Vinay, as my person who kind of pushes me in kind of all aspects of my career. And obviously, I wouldn't be where I am now without you pushing me and keeping me accountable he's like yeah <laughs> that's um, not why I, I, I just felt awkward <laughs> oh did you <laughs> um keep, keeping me accountable so like I wouldn't be head coach of body and beyond if it wasn't for you pushing me in that direction and saying okay well we said like for example actually you've said to me okay you want to have um a meeting we want to kind of move you on like before when we were going on to being head coach if you hadn't have said that to me and said come on Sadie like it's time to progress you in your career I would have probably still just been doing the sessions um, and stuff like that so I wouldn't have taken the next step in my career if it wasn't for you pushing me Um, same thing with my course that I'm doing there's no accountability there with the course so you said to me Sadie give me a date that you'll have it done so that gave me that little push that motivation I needed to be like okay I need to knuckle down now. I need to get it done. So, um, yeah, so that's like my experience with my career. 
Yeah. And even, even holding someone <laughs> accountable is, is a bit of an uncomfortable thing. Like it's not easy for me to just go. I can, yeah. It's basically a lot easier. One, accountability to be held accountable is uncomfortable. Like to ask for accountability is uncomfortable mm. because you have to answer to someone. Like yeah. now you've told me a date and I won't put it on here, but like you've told me a date of when you're mm. going to finish this course that you're doing. And if you don't, you're going to have to feel uncomfortable telling yeah. me that, you know, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, from my position, I have, it's uncomfortable to even tell you what to do. Mm. You know, yeah, like yeah. You, I might be overstepping the mark. I may not yeah. like, you know, Th- that the, sort of thing is, is the, it, I could just be easy and just, it, it could, it's, it's a lot easier for me to just leave you to be. Mm. But then not, I feel like, like with, with certain things, then you don't move forward. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so for example, me being head coach, I wouldn't have moved forward into that if you didn't give me that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like you say, the person has to want the accountability from that person. So you Definitely. needed to know if I needed that or not kind of thing. Yeah. Nico, did you have you thought of an external? Um, Ex- uh, well, external, but that's not a person. Yeah, and a little bit more practical. Um, it depends on the personality type, I suppose. And this is like again something that we've spoke about as a team as well, like our different personality types and how they work. So, whereas I'm very much like a systematic systematic person compared to you, Vinay, where sometimes you know, not that you're not systematic, but sometimes you like to do things off, like sort of you know, off the wing, like sort of. Um, uh, I don't need loads unplanned. of preparation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Almost unplanned. And where, whereas I like things like literally planned out, like a good example of this was me and Vinay were going to record videos and I thought we were going to plan the videos out, sit down and talk about it. And he's like, all right, you ready to go? We're just gonna talk. I was like, what? That sounds just like Vinay. I was like, are we not at least going to discuss? Yeah. Are we at least not going to discuss what they're going to say? It's like, no, it's fine. We just went with it. But for me, that was really, really uncomfortable. But um, yeah, I, I didn't know that at the time. I, I figured that out about you after, otherwise I would have been a bit more, I literally wrote a title for each. So this is for Beyond Video. the Diet. Yeah. So each topic that we're going to record, wrote the title on the sheet and that's it. I was, that ready. was, it. So I was like, so we're, say we're talking about, um, I don't know, one of the things was uh, metabolism. That's it. I just wrote, what is the metabolism? And I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's record. <laughs> like, cool, what are we saying? Like, what, what points are we going to make and stuff like that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've, been free that, I've been free that with an A. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit of a tangent. But yeah, so my personality is very much like systematic, having things down and things. So I think a really practical tool is having, especially if you're trying to form um, a new habit or start something new, is having some form of tracker or something where you can sort of tick things off or a list or something like that. And I get on really well with that. And I have a bit of like a, not OCD, but if I, if I see like a calendar with all days crossed off on it, I know that I don't want to miss mess up my crosses. So it will get done just cause I'm going to cross that next day, just for that sort of visual thing and the self accomplishment that you get from it. So mm. filling out like my tracker with my coach, for example, I get like a real thrill out of it, not having any days missing or anything like that. It's, it's, yeah, it's just something that I enjoy and for the right person, it can work. Yeah. To be fair, like even, even for me, like even though I'm like not the type of person that likes to work with like big organization, obviously there is organization to what we do, but I mean like the, the fine details don't matter in terms of like Mm. little points to me. Um, it's still really useful. Like I think for anybody having like systems and tools like tracking sheets or trackers or habit trackers or whatever it is, just making sure you're like, 
whether it's ticking a box or whatever it is, like crossing off things on your to-do list, anything you don't like kind of write down and stuff like you, you're never going to want to get it done. Mm. So I guess definitely works really well. Yeah. Visually seeing it on down on paper really helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So those are things that you could implement having a person having systems having like tools like trackers and habits and things like that brilliant what i was going to say was what we've touched on it already we've spoken about it quite like i think quite a few times but what do you think stops people from even accepting accountability or searching for accountability in terms of like taking it on board like why do you think people avoid it? Because a lot of people do avoid it. Mm, like they I don't want to, to look at it. Or... I think it's uncomfortable. Like sometimes looking at it and taking a step and getting that accountability can be uncomfortable. And the fear of it, like we mentioned earlier, um, the fear, it's scary. Like taking that first step. Yeah. And like that, that's a great point. The truth of it as well. So um, yeah, I think that's, that's why. I think everyone listening to this will have something they can think of right now that they're putting mm. off. So they're, they're, there's something on their mind right now that they can instantly think of that they're not doing, that they know if they do will take them to another stage of their life or mm. their goal or whatever it is. There's something that's uncomfortable they're thinking of. Like, Nikhil, do you want to share one? Sadie, do you want to share one? <laughs> I'm trying to think right now. <laughs> but... um there's something you're probably thinking of that you could, that's holding you back from, you know, achieving something that you desperately want to achieve, but it's just stopping you. And usually, what was it, Sadie? Go I was gonna, no, I was going to have you got one that you can share. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, spill it. <laughs> it's something that's probably, I can't speak about on the podcast, so okay. I won't share it here. But um, what it does is it, normally causes you discomfort and pain like you were saying it makes mm. you feel like oh I, I, I don't want to do it because it's like you kind of bury your head in the sand um yeah you you just put it off because it's something that is just going to cause you so much discomfort and fear and scariness and you know all these feelings of like almost anxiety like feelings that yeah just you don't want to face the problem is they will always be there until you face them. Mm. And it's, it's that um, we, we said this literally on the podcast last week is um, even though where you are right now, let's say, for example, someone who's um, desperately wants to change their, their fitness, their health and their body shape and size or whatever, because they just don't like where they are, are right now even though that that is uncomfortable and not somewhere where they want to be, it's more comfortable than the unknown of the changes they have to make. So like they think or they perceive that maybe the gym, going to the gym or having a personal trainer or having to look at their nutrition or, you know, stand on the scale is all going to be more uncomfortable than staying where they are now. Mm -hmm. And that's a perception they have. They built it up and it could be related to anything like people do it with finances when they're in money trouble. They don't want to look at their bank account and go through their statements and see where they're spending money. Like all of like it always happens. And, um, the problem is that that kind of like 
if you stay in that that fear bit of you know like staying in that uncomfortable bit that you are now and not moving through the process of like that micro bit of like what's even more uncomfortable what you perceive to be more uncomfortable you're never going to break through that you're always going to be stuck where you are now and um that bit of discomfort that you're going to move through is not actually going to be that long um the best example of this is like Will Smith's video about fear about jumping out of an airplane. You build up the fear of like actually jumping from the night before the the time you go up to the plane, the moment you're going to jump out of the plane, and then for like a microsecond of when you jump, you're you're very scared and then you're like falling and enjoying and the moment of it. And I know that's not how it works in most goals because you do have to go through the discomfort for some time. Yeah. For example, when you go to the gym um, for the first time, <clears throat> that first session is quite scary. The build-up to walking up the steps to go into the gym door is scary. The training and thinking about other people maybe thinking about you is scary. Then having to change your nutrition is uncomfortable and difficult and challenging maybe for a lot of people. And then continuing with it is sometimes hard. And I know I'm yeah. talking people out of it almost, but that bit is very short in the grand scheme yeah, of things. It, yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. So you, once you move through it and you're in your free flow and you're, you're going regularly and you're doing it and you're reaping the rewards and you're seeing um, changes to your body, you're seeing strength improvements, fitness improvements, you can play with your kids without getting out of breath, all these wonderful things that are going to come from taking the uncomfortable step. Once you do that, like you're flying, you just need mm. to take that first step, isn't it? Or, um, yeah. or keep going even. Yeah. Because we said at the start, it's not even like some people struggle to get started. It's about continuing. Yeah, exactly. And going back to that, the, the continuing bit, I guess having like external accountability is what helps people probably continue. The internal ex- accountability is what yes. people probably helps you get started. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I think that proves that accountability is really important and uh, <laughs> super useful yeah, for you to really it. smash through your goals and you know like just take it. <laughs> Definitely. What is there anything you guys would like to add to what we've spoken about? I was just going to give an example, actually, of, um, I think I did say this last week on the podcast, but you guys wouldn't have heard it. Um, just an example of how something in your head and the build up and that process before can feel so scary but once you've done it actually it's like kind of a bit of a relief and it's like you know Vinay when I was saying to you last week about uh, me contacting the mortgage advisor so in my head I had built it up and the fear of not being able to or not being not hearing what I wanted to hear um, was stopping me from taking that action of just making one phone call and once it was done, I actually remember saying to Vinay, oh, it wasn't that bad. Like, oh, I don't know why I built it up in my head because it wasn't that bad. And I was so glad that I just made that first step and got over the fear because it took me how long, Vinay, to make that phone call? A long time. <laughs> Probably a year. Exactly. And a year is a very long time. And I could have known a year ago and already started working towards what I found out now. Do you know what I mean? So um, I just wanted to give an example there of how actually – the f- don't let the fear stop you mm. basically from taking that first step otherwise what you're gonna do is end up regretting that you didn't start sooner exactly exactly mm. which is what i do 
And I think, Nico, unless there's anything you want to add, I think that's a great point to end on. No, no, that's, yeah. Yeah. So we were going to do a little Q&A at the end. We did ask on Instagram um, if you had any questions, but people just said, when am I going to shave? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when are so you going to shave? Uh, probably <laughs> after this now. I feel a bit insecure. You're not growing it out? Well, I thought, you know, my daughter's not going to get to go to a grotto this year, so I'll, I'll do a grotto. Oh, yeah, right. do it, man. <laughs> I'm joking. That's not why I was growing a bit. <laughs> I, think it, I think it suits you a longer bit. I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> well, not everybody has that opinion. But anyway, <laughs> I tend to like it, so I will keep it. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you found it useful, guys. Please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this on. If you're watching a video version on YouTube or on Facebook or on Instagram, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. And I hope you tune in next week. We'll be back. So we're over and out. Bye. Bye. Bye.